When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, all right. Game's not over, technically, but it, I mean, it is. Hell, the game was over by the time the fourth quarter started. A completely impotent embarrassment by Tennessee in that second half. They got, they just did absolutely nothing. They didn't score a single point. They didn't cross midfield. I think they only crossed midfield one time in that entire half. Uh, they they might as well have just not come out and played the game. That, that was just completely absurd. Um, it, I, I don't know. It's one of the worst halves of football under Hypo that they've played, uh, which followed one of the best halves of football that this team has played, at least this season under Hypo. Um, I don't know. We'll talk about uh, how exactly you pull all that together. I'm Charlie Burris. That's former Vols quarterback Jonathan Crompton. He's going to give his breakdown here in just one second, right after I tell you about our sponsors. BetterHelp. Go to BetterHelp.com slash ATOZ Sports to save 10% on your first month with BetterHelp Zen Sports, the fastest growing sports book in Tennessee. Use code A to ZTN to get 5% cash back on your total betting volume for your first 15 days of betting. Rattle and snap Tennessee whiskey from Logstill Distillery. Make your own luck just like Tennessee's fast-paced rattle and snap offense with rattle and snap Tennessee whiskey. And then we got HelloFresh on board, America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh. All right, Cromp. I mean, what? Say you after that. Uh, I mean, joke of a half. Well, I'll go ahead and I mean, let's one. What did I say? What did I say at halftime? What's our weakness on defense? Secondary. Y'all keep listen. Last week, everybody's like, oh, secondary, secondary, secondary. I've tried to tell you all the secondaries are. It's not terrible, but it sure as hell is not good. Second play of the second half, we get we just hey, dude just runs a post bias. It wasn't anything. It wasn't a crazy play call. It wasn't a gimmick. It was literally just a deep post. Nothing else. Nothing else to it. Got ran by. Okay. What are we going to say about that one? That one's not Joe's fault. I'm just calling a spade a spade. No, I'm just calling a spade a spade here. That ain't Joe's fault. I'm not disagreeing. But so what I'm getting at is there's a lot of stuff we can we can dive into this, man. We could spend three hours. And I'm still watching the game as we speak. And we spent three hours breaking this one down. Obviously not going to. From nitpicking um, referees on that said second play of the second half. Um, the holding call that was a chokehold that wasn't called. I get it. Oh, we can't do anything about it. Still got to play. Still got to play coverage. Can't blame right. the refs. You, you I'm, gotta... I'm just saying, but like certain things were missed. Certain things were Ticky tacky, that stuff. Hey, that's part of football. That, we, there's nothing we can do about those things. We still got to go play. The, the refs um, are bad in the first half. You had a 13 point lead. So, yeah. You know. it, 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 no, I'm on the same page. I'm just going yeah. with the kind of the flow of what everybody's going to say. So, um, that can't have. But the one call I will say I think was complete and utter BS is the, the kickoff when they said we signal a fair catch and it was blatantly not a fair catch. And every team does that straight arms out to the side. And gave us the ball on the four yard line. I do disagree with that wholeheartedly. All right, uh, that's just me. That's so that that right there 
two plays, touchdown. We get the ball on the four, three and out. Momentum done. Momentum done. Um, the worst thing that could have happened to start the second half happened. I mean, just in all honesty, as far as momentum. Um, I mean, and, how, how, uh, so let's let's start there though, because I think that that's probably the thing that I I most would pick out in terms of what I think was terrible in in that half was some coaching decisions. And I, and I always, as far as football goes, I always start with the coaches first. I mean, they're, they're the guys making the massive money and this is, it all starts from there down. Okay. And here Heupel at the 50 yard line. And well, I don't, I don't even know the exact situation. I have to go back and look at exactly what it was, but you, you're going for it on fourth and you run out of the freaking shotgun. It's just going to center with your six, five, two fifty kid. And, and, just fall forward, but regardless. I'm in a group. I'm in a group text with my dad and, and his buddies, and they were like, "You got to punt. You got to punt. You got to punt." I was like, "I'm going for it." I said, "But I'm not calling that play." Exactly. Exactly. That, that, you know that, that's saying? exactly. It. And, no, you don't. You don't I go for it unless you can actually make it. And that- well, no, but and also, if I'm going for it, if I'm in the shotgun, which I wouldn't be, six four, six five, whatever it is. 235, 240, whatever. I'm he's running and I'm tailback, you're an extra blocker. We have 10 blocking now rather than nine blocking. You see what I'm saying? Like either way, I don't know, my six four, six five, two hundred and forty pound quarterbacks running the ball under center or in the shotgun with a running back also blocking. The two fourth down calls I thought were just bad play calls in it's general. Really bad. Um, really bad. And mainly, it's not necessarily the play was bad. Like, the play call was bad on the the second one. I just don't agree with going in shotgun on fourth and one right there when – unless you're going to do a QB run. Like, and it's – then you have the extra blocker. Like, that's – that's just what it is. Uh, Because, I mean, hell, I I call our plays for my high school team as well. And, yes, we went for it on – Fourth and one last night out of the shotgun, but it was a quarterback run with a 210 pound tailback lead blocking as well. Like you see, like it's so that that kind of cancels out if you have a lead blocker, not just handing it off and the quarterback's just wasted. That's what I don't like about that stuff. Um, and it just overall, like we'll, we can go to the, the sack, <clears throat> excuse me, sack foam for a touchdown. People are going to go, oh, he held the ball, he held the ball, he held the ball. Well, they showed the behind view. We got nobody open. Like they did, they got open in the first half. We did not get open in the second half. Like I, I don't know what happened at halftime. I don't know what they did or did not talk about. But guys were open in the first half and or making the plays. That was not happening in the second half at all with our receiving core, um, just in general. I I don't know. I Maybe Nick Saban gave the greatest halftime speech of all time. I'm not sure what happened, but I doubt that that was it. Uh, probably threatened everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably, probably uh, you know, took them all down and said he was going to throw them off a cliff. If they didn't play better, but yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what happened, but whatever it was, everything was completely different. I, I think that it, it was bad all, all the way down in that second half. I mean, I start with the coaches, and I, I definitely disagree with that that fourth down call. You either punt. Or you run something different. I mean, you you punt unless you actually believe you can get that yard. And what has this team shown this season that they have the ability to do that? They have. I mean, well, our O line, dude. Our O line got thudded. That throttled. Way. 
throttle. Yeah, they showed obviously they showed the replay. We got negative push. Throttle. Negative push on that play. Yeah, I mean it's bad. And, and so in that in that case, until you get a better offensive line, until you get a better play call, until you get something. I mean that that just can't that just can't be it. On on the whole, it was like impotent is the right word. It was just completely there was nothing. There there was nothing there to be had. Um and and you just you blame blame whoever you want to. I I've seen a lot of people actually. It's kind of funny. Last season it was all about roasting Tim Banks. There's been a lot of Joey Halsey <laughs> this season. Uh the well, new hold on, hold on. Now, there were hey, there were there were people at halftime saying give Tim, Tim Banks an extension. That's that's true. I did, I did see those comments at halftime. Yeah, uh, I mean, I well, but I um, I also go I I look at this and I go ultimately I I would have guessed to beat Bama you needed thirty in this one you would have needed thirty five it's like not that far off it well, to me and and well, so think about it. what did I we'll say in the first half what will not beat Alabama field goals if we scored in the red zone in the first half I'm talking about the first half right and it's twenty eight. Even if we do not score in the second half, that last drive where we were down on the 10 or 15-yard line on the fourth down, that's to go ahead. So our play calling would be a little different in that situation. Does that make sense? Yeah. I know hindsight's 20-20 and all that. You cannot beat a team that is as seasoned as Alabama with field goals. You just can't. You have to do what Texas did and take advantage of your opportunities. You have to. I mean, it's and Texas about to lose to Houston. I don't know. They might. Are they uh, really? It's tied. It was tied last time I looked. Uh, Texas scored a touchdown, 31-24. Houston's got the ball to tie. But um, I, I don't. I don't know. Whatever that was in that second half was. It just was bad. All, it, well, it's, all it's the same thing I've been start say- to finish beginning then. It's the same thing I've been saying all year. Our secondary is not good. They're not. It's point blank. They're not. You do not. You're not an SEC caliber starting corner, and on the second play, just completely get ran by in cover four. In case you're wondering what cover four means, cover four means all four DBs have one fourth of the field, and at ten yards, it becomes man to man. Nobody ran with them. They were playing cover four. Nobody ran with them. That's not a good secondary in that point. Yeah. Just what it is. Now, did we play well on the offensive side of the ball? No. We couldn't run the ball to – I mean, hell, we ran the ball for 33 yards in the second half. We couldn't run the ball, which Every, is everything was butter. Horrendous. I think it we, was. He, guys guys had, were not getting open. Guys you even weren't had getting Joe. open in the second half. We couldn't, we couldn't throw. I mean, it's just well, it is what it is in that sense. Joe's legs were finally working. He t- he. I'm t- finally looking at all the stats here. 59 yards on the ground on 15 carries. You finally got what you wanted with his legs there. And well, and that's actually he, that's and sacks are included in that. So it's actually yep. he ran for more He's than more. that. Though, but obviously sacks, which I dumb dumb stat rule by the way. Personally, but whatever. I think they only took. Let's see, three three total, but it doesn't say how many yards. It didn't. Yeah, there wasn't, no. there wasn't like a big like twelve yard sack in that one. No, 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 no. Um, well, I mean the sack, the sack fumble, but I, I mean it probably like seven, maybe six. But either way, like I said, it's just me being a quarterback. That just that's a stupid rule. Sorry, but I and, and <laughs> it's maybe it's, it note. is. I completely it's agree. Just, but maybe 
Maybe it's something like, uh, wait, 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 where's it's right here. Oh, come on, Bruce, right here. He said Tennessee has one legit receiver, Squirrel, uh, and Squirrel is it. Thornton is pitiful. The rest are practice squad. What, I don't know. What have I been saying all year? Thank you, Bruce. But but I I think there's that's a huge element of what's going on here because all they had to do was just circle Squirrel in that second half. I think I I don't. We got to go back and watch the film to be sure. Yeah. But he killed he killed you in that first half. Eight eight receptions and a touchdown in that first half. In that second they half, had two receptions in the second half. Yeah, I mean they 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 circled him and and they said okay it, we'll stop Squirrel White. What are you going to do with these other boys? And they couldn't do anything. So Ashton says Joe wasn't terrible, but felt like he wasn't giving many chances in the second half. I. I agree. I mean, he didn't play horrible. I think it was first bad. Half, first half, first half, he played really, really well. Two thirds yeah. of what he had back, obviously, like I said, at halftime, he didn't play bad. But the thing is, when in our offense, when you can't run the ball, you can't, and we have, and then when you have so many option routes, right? Option routes suck when they know you're throwing the ball. All right, because they can just sit in every zone. And almost and almost take everything away. Like the sack fumble, we ran an out and a corner. It's a good combination, but you don't want to run it versus a cover four defense. Well, they ran cover four into it, so the linebacker gets underneath the out route. The cornerback and the safety go over the top on the corner, and you have nobody else. It was a two man route over there. Nothing coming across the field to him, and he's sitting there waiting for one of them to move, and we get a sack fumble. Stuff like that's what irks me. It's like yeah. it's just it's not one player is what I'm trying to say. It's a combination of everything just looked bad. It was a Gordon team was supposed to be like this dude coming in, and I don't know where that's been. Yeah, I mean it. It was a team effort to suck that bad. That's like an half. You know, you, you got it was. What it is. Well, let, let's go here because I'm I'm honestly this is going to be a Dom. Real thank you. What did what did I say last week? Dom, right there. Thank you so much for proving my point last week. Well, Milton needs more progression throws. Believe said a, the option said a curse word. <laughs> but I'm yeah. but that's what, what I say last week. If you get him in rhythm, he's good. The more that he's just got to sit there, sit there, sit there, sit there, sit there, you're a sitting duck. Yeah. That's not a good feeling. We had dudes last year at receiver. So we could get open or just run by you. We don't have anybody that can just run by anybody right now. That's what's hurting us. So all underneath stuff, where they're sitting underneath it, it it definitely is adding up at this point. Is what I'm getting at. For sure. Well, let's let's get the first paid segment here. This is gonna be an interesting one. Uh, Alabama 34, Tennessee 20. I I think that was the final score. Yeah. Yeah. Alabama didn't yeah. score again. We started before the game was actually over. Um. One word for how you're feeling. Everybody in the comments got 300 people watching right now. Drop into the comments and tell us the one word for how you're feeling. Uh, after you had a 13-point lead at the half, a bigger lead at the half than you had last season, if I'm thinking correctly. And you, I, th- I think you're right. I think it was like seven points last year, honestly. I think I, th- I think it was eight. I think it was 28 to 20 at the half okay. last year. So, something 28-21 maybe. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, somewhere in that range. Um. And you lose by 14. You don't score a point in the second half. You don't get across midfield except for one time. Complete embarrassment. One word for how you're feeling. Drop it in the comments. Crompton and I are going to give both hours right after I tell you 
about a sponsor that I probably need to use after this game. <laughs> Better help. Well, it's one of, it's one of two. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Better helpers or the uh, rattle and snap whiskey, uh, who I've which I've already been using. Uh, if you're a Tennessee fan like me, you know how many years the Big Orange have shaved off of your life with the emotional roller coaster of college sports, or maybe the roller coaster of life is just messing with your happiness and preventing you from achieving your goals, regardless. If you have a clinical mental health issue like depression or anxiety, or if you're just a human being going through a hard time, therapy can give you tools to approach your life in a different way. And that's where BetterHelp comes into play. BetterHelp's mission is to make therapy more affordable, more accessible. And it's an important mission because finding a therapist can be hard, especially when you're limited to just the options in your area. BetterHelp's platform makes finding a, ther a therapist easier because it's online and remote. BetterHelp can match you with a professional therapist in as little as a few days. Plus, with our link, betterhelp.com slash ATOZ sports, you get 10% off your first month. See a therapist because maintaining your mental health is just as important as maintaining your physical health. So this football season, visit betterhelp.com slash ATOZ sports. Save 10% on your first month with BetterHelp. Oh, boy. One word for how you are feeling at 34 20 vols. I'm going to get the, the feeling that I'm probably not going to be able to read all these on this uh, usually family-friendly show. Um, phew, I got this a lot. A lot of people in here. Dustin says frustrated. Pat says pissed. Disgusted says TJ Stewart, I believe. Typical says Jeremy. I feel a little bit of that. It felt like an old Alabama-Tennessee game there. Chris says disappointed. Piss says Brad. Choke says Big Ten Jeff. Yeah, I'm playing. Uh, Joseph, I'll, I'll say that he says disappeared baffled says Billy Bob triple X says adjustments. What's your one word crump? I'm kind of cheating on this one. Cause it's, <clears throat> I can hyphenate maybe. Does that count? It's not sure. really hyphenated, but I'm going to act like it's hyphenated. It's not though. <laughs> transfer portal. Yeah. Uh, but we need it. We do. We need to. We need to. We need to make sure we hit the portal. We need to go find a freaking receiver like Florida State did. Right. We do. We need to find some transfer portal offensive linemen that can help when these guys leave. When and we sure as hell need to find some transfer portal DBs. So, my one word I, is a hyphenated transfer portal. <sighs> I'm with you there. I am. Dom says disappointed. Chris says pissed. <laughs> That's that the third or fourth pissed we've had so far. Uh, Will says infuriating. Flamuxed. Flummoxed. Flamoxed. Says Terry. It's a great word. Uh, Evan says officiating. Clayton says implosion. Reet says cheated. Another pissed from Steven. Chris says why? A hundred percent. William says typical. Typical says Robbie. Um, I, I'm gonna, I'm trying to think of exactly what the word is. Um, I, I would say this is hyphenated, I think two-faced maybe. What is this? It mean? definitely has a more legitimate chance than mine to be hyphenated. I'll say that. <laughs> I, I think it is. I, I think I it to, is. So I'd have to check the old good. dictionary, but. No, we're good. Listen, I hyphenated mine. You're good. What like what what is this team? Thirteen point lead, a two touchdown lead against the Alabama Crimson Tide in Tuscaloosa at the half. Well, again, you, dude, Alabama, and it's not. Let me tell you, it's not really like it's not because it's Alabama. Because y'all got to remember, when I'm growing up, Alabama was like today's Miami. 
Yeah, they stunk. Okay. They but what I'm getting it's the Nick Saban Alabama teams. Keyword Nick Saban Alabama. Um like I said, they're hardened. They're battle tested. You know, the same thing when he was at LSU. Right? It's just what it is. You cannot kick field goals and expect to beat them unless they just play absolute boo-boo like they did against South Florida. Um, exactly. But that's just, that's just what it is. You have to take advantage of opportunities. Hence, Texas, when they played Alabama. You've got to I mean, get the – you've got to get wide receivers open on on deep balls randomly. Hence, what they did to us second play of the second half. I've been critical of our, our offensive system since he got there. I've said it's fun to watch as a fan. It is. It is like honestly fun to watch when it's in sync. When you have dudes at wide receiver, Keyword, that's the lineup wide receiver that can run by Jalen Hyatt, run by somebody if they, if if their if their feet sit, go. If they stutter at all, go. We don't have that guy. So last year, I said the same stuff last year. If you go back and watch about our system, we have too many option routes. We can just run by you right now. That's yeah. just what it is. We don't have – our system is vanilla. Well, this – got to have a track star. You do. It, it's just tough right now to go back to the – my two-faced word. To, to just see – you see the potential where it, it can work in those spots, especially when it's scripted. I think it's really good in those first few drives and – Mm-hmm. Um, when they can really work it out like that. And and I think you're 100% right to just see, like you really have kind of, <laughs> I guess you could say, I, I, what was it? Uh, I think it was Bo Nix. Like, I think when he was in Auburn, it was like, which Bo Nix is going to show up? Good Bo Nix, bad Bo yeah. Nix. And that, that was yeah. sort, sort of a meme on Twitter. This is like good offense, bad offense. And you, you can choose, because I think that you can really pick, except for the running backs, you can basically pick on anybody in this offense. Now, the, the running backs... Yeah. For, for the most part, they're, they're they're playing well. They're the most uh, consistent. The group. That's, that's just yeah, what it is. but choose choose wide receivers, drops, Joe Milton throwing behind guys, the offensive line getting toasted. You know, whatever it might be. Just at times, they each have their things that end up happening, and it just doesn't work. But then you see it, like you did at some points in that first half, and you go, "Oh, it's right there." Just do this, do that, whatever it might be. And and that's that's tough to watch, and it's going to be like that for the rest of the season. Now it's that's going to get you by in some of these games. You know, maybe maybe against Kentucky, maybe against Missouri. Although Missouri roasted South Carolina today, so I don't know. And you got to go to Missouri. Uh, no, no, hey, Missouri is a surprise this year. They're pretty good, seven and one so far. Or eight, six and one. Six I just I don't I don't like Missouri. I just, I'm like I have no reason why I've never liked them because they weren't in SEC when I was playing. Just I like Missouri. Well, I, I at least appreciate because I've been I've been very much on the kick Missouri out of the SEC train because they bring absolutely nothing to this league. At least if you're going to be here, show up. <laughs> yeah. Like well, their first year they make it they make it to Atlanta in the first year, and then since then they've won like and three. SEC nothing. Games. Yeah, um, nothing until this year, obviously. But I, I, you're I don't think I you're just you're not going to find consistency this year. It's I don't I just don't think it's going to be there. I don't think you have the dudes to do it. All right, so here's my question. You know I like to do it. I can't help it. This this next question for me is going to be fun because I just why not? Okay. Hold on, hold on. I, wait, wait, wait. I I got I got to do this. This question this question is going to be fun. 
Uh, let's drop in a sponsor before you before you read it. <laughs> let's. So this question's gonna be really fun for Crofton. I don't know what it is. I we didn't plan this at a time. Nope, started nope, this this, the this game, just came before the game Why even not? ended. Let's talk about HelloFresh. <laughs> Hello Fresh. It, it could be the other one for for some people on this one. That yeah. well, yeah. Uh, what does that maybe. mean? For last? We're good. We're good. <laughs> um. All right. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That is why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. You can kickstart a fresh fall routine with HelloFresh. HelloFresh handles all the meal planning and shopping to deliver everything you need to cook up a tasty meal at home. They do the hard part, and you get to take the credit. When it comes to options, more is more with HelloFresh. That's why HelloFresh's menu includes 40 recipes and over 100 add-on items to choose every week. And a busy fall schedule doesn't always have to leave you, doesn't always leave you with time to spare. And with HelloFresh, you don't need to spend all evening in the kitchen with their easy recipes and 15-minute meals. You can get a tasty dinner on the table in less time than it takes to get takeout or delivery. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50 vols. A Z. Wait, they we we messed this up last week. Uh yes. So fifth, and I gotta make sure I get it right here. HelloFresh.com slash 50 vols A Z and use code 50 vols A Z for 50% off and 15% off your next two months. 50 vols A Z, 50% off, and then 15% off your next two months. That is HelloFresh.com. HelloFresh.com slash 50 vols A Z. I gotta I've I'm pretty sure I got it right. Uh, HelloFresh, don't hate me. All right. Crump, uh, what is your question? <laughs> That's going to be well, fun. Well, one, this comment was really funny. He said, kicked in the balls again. That was good. That was, that was clever. I like that. <laughs> um, that. That was a good one. That was a good one, Daniel. Um, all right. Hypothetically. Okay. And I want people to comment. I want you to be honest when I ask this. Because... If this situation does play out the way that I hope this does not, let me preference it that way. Say it this way. This is not what I'm wishing. I'm just saying if this situation were to arise, I want people to be truly honest. We lose one or two more. Who's calling for Hypo to get fired? Oh, God. Not me. I'm not, I'm, dude, let's call it. Hey, we are a fanatic fan base. I'm It'll happen. We've already, we've already called for Tim Bakes. We've already called for... Hazel or all this stuff, like everybody's that's just, that's what it is. It's a win now type of league in the SEC. See, I, I don't believe people saying nobody. I don't say I don't believe that. I don't. Jeff, I get Jeff Rubel. I'm just saying if we go lose to Kentucky next week. Steven says they already no, are. Just, I didn't see that. That's but. what I'm, I'm, I'm asking that. And like I'm being on, like I'm genuinely wanting to know. I don't think that should happen. I'm not, that's what I'm saying. I don't hope it don't happen. I don't, I hope people don't think that. But there are going to be a lot of people that have that. We want to rent a U-Haul. See, and Chris Brown say, I don't think it's BS. I I I know Tennessee fans. Y'all were calling for Tim Banks extension at halftime. Like, here's here's you know what, what I do. here's what I would want to see, especially if that happened. Um and I, I now well, I'm gonna purpose, I don't think any of that's gonna come into play. I hope not. Because I, I think you you should be better than Missouri. You should be better than Kentucky. You got to win those games. Um, and Georgia, you got at home. You got to at least give yourself any a chance. Yeah, and Vandy, you got to beat by 50. But, well, no, any uh, especially, especially, not so better. 
I <laughs> maybe it's yeah, we'd have a tougher time with Central High School. But yeah. um but what what does need to happen and what I will call for with with Hypel is you do I mean you got to get better. Like on on some Oh dude, I these, I agree. Situ- situational stuff right now with the the fourth down calls and some things like that there there's got to be some reconciliation there with that at a minimum there does because to to a certain extent you you only got the pieces that you have to work with and that's that's an element in all of this but at the same time you got to go to the coach and you got to go you you got to put the best product out there that you have with the pieces and i think hypel's system is good at lifting up guys that probably aren't supposed to be as good as they end up being sometimes you especially saw that last year i yeah. mean the, the talent the talent that alabama had compared to tennessee last year was off the charts and tennessee won it happens but hypel with the fact the fact that you can't line up and get one yard for a first down on a fourth and one. This has to be reconciled with you. Well, and and that's, that's the stuff that I'm getting at is like, I'm not, listen, I'm not calling for that. I'm not an advocate for that, but I've said it since the day he got the job. When we played game number one, we went for him four times. What, what fourth down calls that fourth down play calling under hypo has been atrocious every year. It has been. I agree with that. On a and, and not not every play call, obviously, consistent but on a problem. consistent basis, I'll say it that way. On a consistent basis, you go, what, what was that? Yep. Like, and I'm not saying this to hype up, hype up Jeff. I am an open non-Ohio State fan. Like, I just don't. I have no reason why. I just don't like them. Ryan Day does a tremendous job of play calling. You cannot deny that. Ever. You cannot deny his play calling ability. You cannot deny Jim Harbaugh's play calling ability. I think he's right? just grappling. But, um, oh, buddy, but what I'm saying is, this is this is I can't. What I'm getting at is, I'm a hypo fan. I am. Okay. But the system, if we don't have a track star, is very below average. I've said that since he got there. Yeah, go I, I think look. he's. I have. I think he's grappling with the fact that they're they're subpar, they're like like mediocre at, at quarterback and wide receiver. He's grappling with that. You you have a you have a working with the run game, and and at times the offensive line, especially like Cooper Mays, great. The rest of the pieces on the offensive line, nah. And then the wide receivers, nah. Joe Milton and especially his consistency, nah. You know, like. And then you're just having to grapple with that. Now, can can he get dudes in here? You got you got a pretty nice recruiting class coming in, and you got you got you know Mike Matthews, five star wide receivers, guys like that coming in. But they're not. It's not coming in tomorrow. You said transfer portal. I I could not agree with that more. This upcoming I mean, year, and have to. And I know Jeff Ribble's trying to be funny here, or at least I hope he is. I was an advocate for Jim Harbaugh before Heupel. Like to hire. I, if anything ever goes down, let's go after Harbaugh. I don't want it. I don't Harbaugh. want Hypo to go. Yes. You'd have to pay him like $20 million a year to come here. I think he's making 10, isn't he? All right. You ready? 12. Oh, Jimbo Fisher sucks and he's getting 95. So I, I don't know. I mean, it is what it is. We're paying 90 a year right now. That's true. You gave him a big fat pay raise. After that year, right? And I'm not, and once again, I'm not advocating for that. I'm just saying the nature of college sports is a douche. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just what it is. <laughs> it is. I was I went PG here because it is. 
it's the it's the what can you do for me now um mentality business well guess what 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 it, the product that we're getting at the moment is not what we had last year look at 2019 lsu how much longer after that did he make it that's true i mean i hope All it doesn't I'm trying turn to out like that, but i but i'm the last person that wants that yeah but look I, at I history. Mean, look at history with with teams and non production. When other teams in your division that should not be as productive as you are out producing you. Well, Hence I mean, Missouri. you got it. You got to play into to your point of like this offense isn't as great unless you have that that speedster on the outside. Well, find that speedster. Go and get that. That I mean, that, that's where I go. I go because in in a general sense. Yeah, I mean, you don't really have a choice uh, at at this point. I mean, you, like I said, until you can get those dudes in the door at all positions, you just you're you're where you're at. Um, but uh, it's it's tough. We have a bunch of of uh, super chats here. Let's I see. saw one. Or go, yeah, go ahead. They're all, they're all loaded up here. Let's see. Kenneth says, "Hey, coach, you have a QB sneak." In your playbook, F and get one. So stupid in shotgun fourth and inches. We already talked about that. I mean, yep. yeah. Uh, Harold just leaves two bucks. Thank you, Harold. Uh, Tim Timothy says we need to go under center all the time. You were losing a fourth and one in shotgun. It's just all everybody I mean, paid to just say go for it of, from under center. I'm here's the thing. I'm not mad at the going for it when we did. The play call was atrocious. It was. Yeah. It's just, you said vanilla like that, that, yeah, that hits it on the head to me. Dude, it, 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 if we're you got it, football, you know what football coaching, you know what the definition is in my mind? I don't know. You got to be predictably unpredictable. We're not unpredictable yeah, like, now. Like you we're can not. have us, you can have a style and play to a style. And but we are, not, we are not unpredictable. Yeah. Yeah. Not at like all. We are predictable as predictable can be. But, but that's that's what to me was so great last year. When no, we were, the, you guys, hey, the offense hasn't changed. The play it, calling it, it, hasn't changed. The, it the, hasn't the changed. But thing is, but I I look at this the, like sh- short yardage. Like they were running. They did this against Alabama last year. They ran a under center fullback run, and the fullback was a tight end. They used uh, and, and he graduated. And and you go well. What can we do? Just throwing my mic around. Can we do some of that? Throwing things. Yeah, I mean that's that's how it makes me feel. I want to throw this mic across the room. I mean, what are we, what are we doing? So I, I no, I'm I'm agreeing with you. I'm just saying, but the guy that we did it with graduated. Yeah, yep, we bring we in a guy that is just okay. And Castles, I mean, he's just okay. He's not a game changer. He's not like an SEC tight end. He was a void filler. Well, you don't win the SEC East or, or compete for championships with void fillers. Yeah. You win with game changers. See what I'm saying? The system hasn't changed. The route combinations haven't changed. Jalen Hyatt just knew at a certain point when the DB st- like set his feet, he was gone. He ran a 4-3. Run with him. That's the stuff that looks different, but it's not different because our system is vanilla. I've said it since day one, but vanilla can be very fun when it's going. You know what I'm saying? When it's clicking, but we're not clicking. We're not. 
it's just yeah it's off and i mean i i don't know what more uh what more evidence you need there and uh well let's let's finish with this let's go to the stat of the game brought to you by the amazing folks of rattle and snap whiskey this will be a fun one who got me through that second half <laughs> thank you to rattle and snap uh and then you, you can collect up your uh your stat of the game while i tell everybody about rattle and snap nothing goes better with a tennessee sports victory if if we uh can get one maybe next week against kentucky then a great whiskey and i'm talking about rattle and snap tennessee select straight whiskey log still distillery has a tennessee whiskey product line called rattle and snap named after a long forgotten game of chance rattle and snap is a whiskey for those who make their own luck it's a four-year and an eight-year version they're both awesome they go great in cocktails great neat in a glass you can find rattle and snap across stores in stores across the state of Tennessee and also in Kentucky, Indiana, and Mississippi. Run and don't walk to get yourself a bottle of Rattle and Snap whiskey. We all know that you need it right now to continue thinking about Tennessee football. Cromp, <laughs> um, uh, your stat of the game. Where do you want to Not a good one. Not a good one. You ready? Go for it. 10.5 yards per pass for Alabama. Our secondary is Bobo. Oh. I've been trying oh. to tell her our secondary is subpar. Guys, 10.5, in case you're wondering, that's over a first down. Like, every time they threw the ball, it was technically a first down. It in is. Theory. Obviously, I know is, that's an average, but it, I mean, it's just, guys, so our two, secondary is not good. To like my two-faced point where I my my word of the game or my my one word, my two-faced point there, unless this defense is crushing the opposing team like they did last week against Texas AM, the secondary gets roasted. And and the, then the defense looks bad and the wheels just come flying off. I mean, and unless they are rocking and rolling, it's it's nightmare fuel. And that Oh, man, yeah, that's that's spot on, and it's tough. Man, 10 yards a, a throw, 10 and a half. Yeah. Lordy. 10 and a half. Now, I, I do I do agree with this, though. It says secondary has no chance when our rush gets held every play. I mean, and I'm going to say that not being, like, held with a penalty, but, like, stuffed. We got no rush. Like, Pierce got manhandled tonight. I, I'm talking about, like, he got, he got grabbed like a rag doll and was like, I mean, nothing you can do about it. Yeah, by a grown man. Yep, you know. Stuff, so that still yes, that, do, that does go into play with the with the secondary. But either way, you still, you still it, it, I know it's Pierce still had a strip sack, of course, but you know. Yeah, but I mean, like the touchdown they threw um, after Haddon got hurt, it was just a a corner stop. As soon as the ball and they showed the replay five times. As soon as the ball snapped, number zero. I don't, even, I don't, even, I don't even know who it was. Uh, slaughter. Why are you shuffling outside on the 10-yard line four yards deep in the end zone? Mm. I don't mm-hmm. get that. I don't get that. That was the easiest, like, from a quarterback perspective. When you see that and you know you've got a, a stop route, you're going, this is the easiest throw. Just don't hitch it. Put it on his chest. It's an uncontested ball. You hardly ever get uncontested balls in there in like inside the 10 because the field shrinks completely uncontested. And you're sitting there going, You gotta be kidding me. 
Like that, why are we why are we shuffling horizontally in the end zone? I don't get it. I, I just don't. Well, I'll I'll go here. Alabama. Let's see. Well, actually, I I was gonna say. I was going to go to Alabama's rushing stat, 138 yards. It's not really that egregious. It was everything combined. But just to make the point that your your defensive line didn't get any push there. But I I mean, you could just take your pick here as far as like the offense goes. That, that's probably where, where I would go is just, you know, Joe, Joe Milton ran for 59 yards. There's there's a stat for you that's really interesting. It's probably his biggest rushing game of the season. He finally kind of put his shoulder down. And what do you have to show for it here? You have to be able to take those elements. Like we got, everybody's been calling for that. Use Joe's legs, use Joe's legs, use Joe's legs. Well, he did. And you lost by 14. I, I, you know, what these things have to turn into, it's kind of like how we, we said against the Texas A&M. You ran all over Texas A&M. You only scored 20 points. It's got to turn into you can move the ball all you Guys, want. It's got to be points. We don't have dudes. We got really good players, but there is a difference. Does that make sense? Like there is a difference in a dude and a really good player in this in True. this system, like in this like in our offensive system. Um. And that's where last year, and I know we always talk about it, but last year kind of kind of gave everybody that I'm not gonna say false hope, um or false sense of entitlement or whatever. But when you've got a receiver, Jalen Hyatt, that can run a four three and you can't cover him and he can run routes, that's diamond in the rough. You know what I mean? Like that's that's the needle in the haystack type player. And when you lose that and you have no and you lose Tillman as well, who was one of the most productive in recent years before he got hurt, and then Hyatt steps up and Brew being your number three last year, and Brew not given the and I've this is beyond me, while he was not given the opportunity to be the number one guy this year, right out of the gate. I don't get it. Because Brew was a spitting image of Tillman. He was. Like just body body size, route running, catch radius, catch over the middle ability, take the hit, blocking, and you give him like two passes a game. That's the stuff I just don't understand. And we can talk about all we want about quarterback play. Because we're not wrong in that conversation to have it. It just... Like God Almighty, and the more that more that we're talking about this, the more that I do get upset with the coaching that's going on. Like in all honesty, because yes, you've got to be, you know, you don't just come in being a dude. You've got to be turned into a dude. We're not turning them into dudes. Yep. And like I said, the more that I'm going into it, the more that I'm realizing I'm getting like frustrated with the lack of development we're doing at all these positions. These DBs have not been here for one day. These receivers have been here for more than one plus years. Squirrels. All the DBs are upperclassmen. That's what I'm saying. Like 
squirrels the, squirrels the the youngest like receiver that's playing playing in the system, and this is his second year in the system, and we're not getting better. Our, all of our O line have been there, and we're not getting the push. Now, hey, having Coop back is a big thing because he gets everybody's lined up. We should not get thudded and get pushed back on a fourth and one. Exactly. Our DBs are not getting any better. That's the stuff, like I said, the more I'm talking about it, the more that I get upset about it because we're not developing our players. It's almost like we're Penn State right now. <laughs> I we're did like, look hey, we, similar. Yeah. No, but I'm just like, we look good. The recruiting classes look good, but we're going to get our ass kicked. Like, that's what Penn State does. Year in, year out. Penn State is not going to win the Big Ten. They're not. They're not going to beat Ohio State. And they're not going to beat Michigan year in and year out. Well, right now, we're almost the SEC's big uh, Penn State because of Alabama and Georgia because of the lack of development we're doing. Well, let's let's finish with this. Um, here's the tough truth: Kentucky is next week. You got to go to Lexington, yeah. and that that game is a your wheels come flying off game. If if you blow it, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you guys, if we blow it. That's, my that's hypothetical question. My hypothetical question will come in, into play, and I don't want it to. It I, that I, I, I don't want to say. I saw somebody say in the comments, so you're just like stirring the pot or whatever. I, that's 100 percent going to come up if you. Well, yeah, I just wanted to have. I, I just God, wanted to have a little fun conversation. Yeah, God, so God just, forbid just they to lose be that guy. Yeah, I mean, if if they lose by like multiple touchdowns or something next week, if, doesn't matter. You better believe people are going to be. We lose. To, we stuff, lose to but... Kentucky. We lose to Kentucky, regardless. And I, like I said, I was asking that question just to get people riled up, just to do it because it's fun. I I actually enjoy doing that. <laughs> um, but the more that we're seeing the comments, the more we're talking about it. There's a legit chance his name's on the hot seat. Jimbo Fisher's getting paid ninety five million dollars, and he's on the hot seat. They're willing to eat that buyout. Oh, and they're gonna. Let that sink in. Believe they're gonna. But well, okay, so if, if, hey, so if another SEC team's willing to eat ninety-five million, come on now. Well, LSU, the two, not even two, four years after the Natty, eight twenty. I'll throw it to you. So, do the wheels come flying off next week? Are they beating? No, them? I don't think. I don't think so. No. <laughs> All that build-up just to be like, no, we're going. Yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. It's fun. I can't help it. But no, I don't. I don't think so. I, I think we take care of business like we're supposed to. I, um, I mean, you, you had like you to what I've been saying kind of this whole show, like you see what's in there to the ability that's there for this football team to win games. You beat Texas A&M last week. I mean, you, you see what's in there for this team. Yes. I mean, you just go go put it out there in a, in a consistent way and and yeah, win, well, win that game. Don't don't make stupid calls on fourth down, please. Maybe let's valid. let's humble our humble ourselves. Do something different. There. What's this? Somebody said, is Danny White willing to do that? Uh, it ain't Danny White's choice. Yeah, at a certain point. But that's again, it's the people paying Danny White and the people that's paying them that's paying Danny White that's going to make that call. Yeah. I mean, nothing. Danny is just the one that is the has the press conference when it comes to that. Exactly. Um, well. So, I don't think it'll happen. It's not what I'm getting at. So, I don't want everybody going out here saying, oh, Crompton thinks Hypo's getting fired. Crompton wants Hypo fired. That's not what I want or think. It's just a conversation that if, God forbid – we lose to Kentucky and sure as hell, there's, and you know, I'm, I'm writing this 100% fact will happen if we lose to Kentucky and Missouri. 
people or yeah. the conversation, not that it'll happen. You know what I mean? It's gonna be a tough, tough combo. Uh, because I mean, just it'll be a long of, off season. Yeah, because it's because of the way you've lost the games you've lost. You know, you're five and two. It's not the end of the world, but it's it's the way that these losses have gone, the way that this team looks versus expectations, things like that. Yeah, because we go from last year's um, just overall, you know what I mean, um, to uh, – I'm, I'm just going to pull up the schedule real quick. But Worst-case scenario, lose to Kentucky, lose to Missouri, lose to Georgia. Three, so five. We go seven and five. Yeah, that's not going to – We go fly. seven and five from 11 and two. You're darn right people are going to have that conversation. Yeah, it's not going to fly. And that's not – like I said, I don't want it to happen. That's not what I'm getting at. I don't think they will get rid of him. But if we – if, God forbid, we go 7-5, and five, he'll have one more year to get it done or he's gone. That's just the nature of college football. Yeah, I, I agree with that. That's that's college football today is, yeah. is that, you know. Um, but I don't think we lose to Kentucky. I don't think we lose to Missouri. And to me, Georgia is a coin toss. It depends on if we show up for a full four quarters. And if Brock Bowers plays. That's also, that, no, also true. If he doesn't play, even more yeah. of a valid chance. If he does play, we got nobody that can cover that dude. Yep. Um, nobody. He is the best non-quarterback besides uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. in the country. Well, anything else for the, the folks at home before we bounce? I'm about tired of talking about this at this point. <laughs> I just enjoy hypothetical situations to rob people up. Uh you don't look at you like stop it. I well no 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 I I actually do I do I just this is just man this just blows like I know I, I trust me I get it I I'm I'm with you I totally agree like I'm I'm critical of everybody um every position tonight running backs played their I mean not that everybody not that anybody didn't play the guts out but running backs always give us what we need. That is yeah. the one consistent position group we have. Shout out to Jerry Mack. Uh, you know what I mean? Like that. Other than that, we have no consistency, consistency at any position on both sides of the ball. It's true. Um, except running back. Well, just uh, what it is. Well, just tune in to Monday night after I go to get off the bender I'm about to go on. <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, but Monday night, 7 p.m., myself, Zach Reagan, will have the Big Orange podcast, as we always do. Uh, so tune in there for our thoughts on this, and we'll do a full preview of the Kentucky game. Uh, it's going to be a an interesting one. Um, so there's right. that. Charlie, just yes or no, and then I'll be done. Okay. <laughs> Next week, things don't go well. Okay. Does Nico come out in the second half? I actually don't think so. I think they have to lose that game first. You think so? I, I think it would be. I, you know what? I could, I could give you. I, I agree with that. I agree in, with unless, that. unless it's like three interceptions and Joe's just like. And we're down 21. Exactly. Which I don't yeah. think will happen. I don't think it's going to happen. And But if, if they lose that game and it's definitely pretty, pretty bad Joe that led to a loss. Maybe. Yeah, if it's one of those that is like his, the first half, it's really bad. I, I said it from the beginning of the season. It's going to be 
like train flying off the tracks, Nico comes in or an injury. That's this really the I only got way that happens to me. Well, I, this I, person I said no trip play, no uh, so vanilla, no consistent bench. Joe start Nico. Well, the plays, the play calls aren't going to change. I was going to say Nico. Just that's that's those the thing. Like plays. I understand what you're saying, but the play calls are not going to change with Nico. Yeah, that's the thing. The play calls didn't change from Hendon to Joe or Joe to Hendon, Hendon to Joe. Nope. Um, that's so. I mean, I understand what you're saying, Blake, but they're not creating a whole new offense just for Nico r- randomly when he comes in. Um, it was just, I, I do, I think, I do think at a certain point, there's real validity to being like, this season is cooked. Just play your young guy. I, I think there's, there's validity to, to that. You're not there yet. You're, you're not. I mean, we're, no, exactly. We're not there yet. Two, is, you know, last comment and I'm good. And this is to me, I think is the definition of what we all are trying to say. And this is very well said good Joe versus bad Joe equals average Joe. <laughs> no, no, I, yeah. like, it's funny and it makes me want to watch dodgeball, but <laughs> you know, and yeah. I may watch dodgeball tonight because of that now. But I think that is a true statement for the simple fact of there's times you go, Oh my God, you could be a top 10 pick just because your freakish athletic ability overall make every throw and then you go you can't play high school football what are you doing and but there's a lot that goes into that yeah there is um well he eyeballs his first read because they they run option routes he has to see where they're going that was rich he asked me a question um it's not he can't read a defense it's not and that's where i keep trying to go with this stuff it's not our, our quarterbacks are not taught to read defenses it's literally, if you see when we do a play fake, like if my hands are up here and I play fake that way, my head goes here. All he's looking at is if the safety goes that way, here's your option route. The safety goes that way, there's your option route. That's it. Yeah. Nothing else. And that I, I do have an issue with that. I've been vocal about that. I have an issue with that from a quarterback perspective. Um, I don't like it. I've never liked it. But it's just me. Doesn't mean it doesn't work. Right now, it's not working, but um, <laughs> yeah, I'd say look at that second half. I think that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, uh, but you know what I'm saying. I mean, so it's not that you yeah. can't read a defense, it's honestly, it's and I'm not blaming a position, I'm just calling it, I'm calling it like it is. And the simple fact of that's the receivers not getting separation on their option route on whatever route they end up breaking it off on a post, a dig, and out, a comeback, a corner, whatever. Well, when you make that decision, now you got to go. Yeah. You got to run. You got to be willing to go make that play. And it, I don't think it's the willingness to not make it, but they're just not making it. Hey, by the way, don't feel so bad. Michigan State, fourth down shotgun, didn't get it. Fourth and two. Just throwing it out there. Oh, what a surprise. Who, Are we Michigan State seen, now? Who could have no. foreseen that? Okay. Well, that, yeah. I'm, on a, I'm just on a rant for no reason. <laughs> Charlie Perez, former Vols quarterback, Jonathan Crompton laying down the knowledge on Tennessee's. I've, I have continued to say it since we started doing this show together that you will not find better analysis of this offense than right here with Jonathan Crompton. And I think you laid down the law tonight as far as that goes. Um, all right. Yep. Again, Charlie Burris, Jonathan Crompton. Thanks for watching. That's it. Uh, thank you Monday. everybody. Yeah. We really appreciate it. We couldn't thank you enough. Uh, Monday at 7 p.m. with me and Zach Reagan at the Big Orange Podcast right here on the same YouTube channel. And I think that's it. We will talk to y'all next week.